This is Homebuyer Talk Radio with your host, Mark Evinger. Now, here's Mark. Welcome to Homebuyer Talk Radio. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk about some of the problems associated with new home construction projects here in the San Antonio area. If you're thinking about getting a new home built, it isn't as easy as it used to be. So we're going to get provide some expert tips and insight that can save you time, money, and a lot of hassle. We're also going to talk about 203K rehab loans that you can help, uh, really help you purchase a home that may need just a little bit of TLC. In studio with us today is real estate expert Gaspar Fuentes. Gaspar, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me. Regular veteran of the show. Also in studio with us today is home inspection expert Mike Marlowe, also another veteran of the show. Welcome back, Mike. Yeah, it's always fun to be here. And actually a veteran, too, right? Yes, I am. Prior uh, Navy, right? Right. Navy, all right. All right. Well, I won't hold it against you, but, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't all be perfect. <laughs> no way. Also in studio with us today is uh, Candy Williams, who comes highly recommended in the world of rehab loans. It's over and over. I kept hearing Candy Williams. Candy, and Mike was like, when are you going to have Candy on? I'm like, well, just <laughs> tell you what, let's get connected and do it. So, Candy, welcome to the show. You're a specialist in 203K rehab loans, so I'm excited to chat with you today about all that. Thank you for having me. Quick reminder for our listeners that you can catch our podcast and watch video versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at homebuyertalkradio.com. Now, this show reaches thousands of listeners each month across KTSA, and it's a huge area that KTSA reaches. I've even heard stories of it reaching all the way to California, which is crazy, but True. Um, but social media, we also do a lot of work on social media, and we're doing over 30,000 uh, views on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram across all, th- across all three platforms. So the reach is really, really powerful there. Short-form content is super popular. So thank you guys out there for uh, catching our material there. So if you are a small business in the San Antonio area and you want to get your business on this show to talk about what it is that you do, provide some expert insight, please reach out. Visit HomeBuyerTalkRadio.com and click on the link to apply. All right, so first up on the show is real estate expert Gaspar Cifuentes, the founding broker and owner of San Antonio's Finest Realty. You guys have well over 80 agents working in your office. Yes, now, right? actually just hired two uh, this week. Oh, so congratulations. Uh, we got two new people we're going to be training and uh, excited to have them come. Who are they by name? Uh, I'm going to hold that back are until you? we get them. Yeah, uh, we don't want them too dangerous <laughs> out there until uh, until they're fully trained and ready to go. All right, well, welcome. Anyway, so you get, we don't want you guys calling them too early, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so new home... Uh, construction in the san antonio area it's there's so much movement going on there's so much activity here that the real estate market is pretty hot um but new home construction is having some issues so give us some insight from the real estate perspective the realtor perspective on what kind of problems you guys are seeing out there so uh uh, several months ago i guess about a little over a year ago now we started hitting all of these supply chain issues and uh, the big problems were lumber and steel uh, they didn't have the steel for uh, bolts and binders and different things like that that they utilized during the build. Um, with those uh, prices increasing, mills being shut down, it was a really tough time getting all of the uh, materials necessary to maintain production at the rate that they were going. We were normally able to see homes uh, pop up anywhere between the four to six month range, fair, fairly easy. Right. Um, we've gotten back to that somewhat, but um, there was a... A lot of hiccups along the way with the learning curve for the new home builders. So what was going on and what you would see is that whenever a buyer is introduced into um, the new home construction world, uh, they will sign their contract and that contract leans heavy towards the builder themselves. And sometimes a buyer will believe that the sales rep, as nice as the sales rep may be to them, uh, works for them. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. The sales rep is hired and 
works for the builder. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they don't have any representation unless they bring representation with them, which would be in the form of a real estate agent. And that's really what we want to recommend that they do. Whether they utilize them well or not, whether they have a very smooth transaction or not, you probably need an expert that's familiar with these contracts to at least explain things properly to you. Um, because no one else is obligated to explain these things to you. Well, and really it goes beyond that, too, because you, you need an advocate. Somebody that's yes. in your corner that understands the industry maybe a little bit better than you do, whether you, you kind of like it or not. It's like, as a homeowner, I'm, I did this. My first home was a, uh, I used a local builder for that, and um, it was, okay, <laughs> Just my daughter's looking at me. I thought there was a tech problem. Anyway, there's, uh, I didn't understand the industry at all. Yes. And I actually viewed the person who was selling me the home um, the, he was working for the builder. I, I didn't know his role or whatever. Correct. I didn't even know about having somebody that's a specialist on my side, making sure that I ask the right questions so that I can get the maximum value out of my home. So let me go into a, a little bit about, um, and this is just, we are a society that relies on doing things easily. That's just, we want the convenience of everything. Sure. So if we believe that we could go in and buy a house, like we're buying a pair of pants over at Walmart, okay, then that's what we'll do. We'll literally walk in there, sign the contract, and be just fine with doing it, believing that we're going to get the house that we want in the next couple of months. That's not really how it's intended to work in that in a, in a new construction field. What you have to remember is any product, I don't care if it's a can of, can of soda or whatever it is, that can of soda has a marking on it. That marking is marketing, and that that came at a price. That aluminum is part of the production. That came at a price. So everything is worked into the price of that one can of Coke. Whatever you're paying for is not just for the Coca-Cola or soda or whatever is in there. It's the entire package. It's the same thing with a house. Those houses actually have a realtor fee wrapped up into it. If you bring a realtor with you, you get the a benefit of having an advocate in your corner. If you go by yourself and sign that paperwork, the only thing you lose is the advocate in your corner. You still pay for it as the client, but you have no one to go behind you so and the, take care of it. The cost is there already. It's already there. Yeah, the builder okay. just gets to keep it. Exactly. The builder just gets that extra bump. Right, and, and really, the smart money is in having that professional advocate in your corner, even Absolutely. if you had to pay for it, because there are big decisions that happen during the production of that home and, and oversight and, and other things as well. Yes. So what are some things that um, home buyers really can do to help make the, this process easier for them here in the San Antonio area? Uh, just getting with an agent that, that actually has learned the process of new home construction, because it is slightly different from doing a pre-owned home, uh, or it's a lot different from doing a pre-owned <laughs> home, but yeah. when you go into it, uh, there is um, uh, the, the agent or the, the client, the buyer has to have the ability to understand, to release a little bit of their control factor to their agent to allow them to walk them through the process. And when you get involved in buying this new home, there's the, the build goes in different phases. So you'll have your rough in and you'll have your, your slab, you'll have your framework go up, you'll have your finish out. You can have inspections done at every phase of that so that they're selected. There's a lot, so many different things that go on that if you're not paying attention to it, you're just going to believe that the house will be there one day, you, you know, when you wake up. And that's not a good way to to push yourself into purchasing. Well, and home. a realtor who's familiar with this process like you are is going to be somebody that says, hey, we need to make sure we have an inspection at every stage. Right. Exactly. And then or we're going to suggest those things so that they can take advantage of those opportunities right. 
before it's too late for them to take exactly. advantage of those. Because once the slab's poured, you're, you, you can't do the pre-pour inspection. It's like it's too yeah, late. It, there's, there's times and places for everything, and, and guys like Mike, inspectors need to know when to be out there so they can do these phases. Uh, other things that come along with it is if there's, there's hiccups in the system, like they're not being responded to. Um, we normally will be able to reach out to most builders will have a liaison and we'll be able to reach out to the liaison, get in direct contact with them and then find the answers to the problems that our clients may be having. Um, I had a, a recent one right now where um, when the prices started to change, the contract that they, the client had gotten into solidified the amount that they were going to pay for that particular house. Well, then over the course of several months, the prices started going up. The prices going up raised the necessary amount that the builder had to spend to build that house. So he was pricing himself out, but inflation was doing that. It was absolutely no fault to the buyer. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was actually just in a very good financial position at this point based on things that had nothing to do with either party. So as it started to get further and further away, because that contract is built a certain way, and again, it leans heavy towards the builder, they had the ability to go and make changes, okay? And those changes turned into from going from plywood decking uh, to um, like a particle board. What's it called? OSB. OSB, yeah. So OSB decking. And so they were changing a lot of the materials in the process because they were saving money for themselves. Well, the buyer wasn't happy. So the only option they would give our buyer at that point was, well, why don't you back out? Okay, and now of course the the buyer has this opportunity to back out and retain his earnest money, but at the same time he still loses the value of the home because it's gaining equity daily now because of the imbalance of the market that was out there. Yep. So just things like that were constantly happening. I told them stick with it. You're going to make money. There's no reason for you to leave. In any other position, a buyer without an agent to sit there and tell them, look, I can look at the market and I can see what it's doing. You're making money here. You're going to be fine. They wouldn't have had that advantage. That's a huge reason to have an advocate. So if people want to get in touch with you, Gasper, which, uh, which is a really good idea if yes. you're wanting to go through <laughs> yeah. this process, uh, what's the best way for them to, to get a They can reach us on our website at www.sanantoniosfinestrealty.com or they can call me directly at 210-332-0161. All right, Gasper, thank you for that. Very valuable information. When People don't understand they can get themselves in a pinch pretty quickly yeah. um, if they don't have that information that we all need. So I'm going to give a quick – every week I like to do a small business social media tip because I have a social media advertising company called Krukus that um, really specializes in helping small business do well on social media. So I've been doing Facebook and Instagram ads for over five years now, and I can tell you from experience that short-form video content does extr- extremely well – it outperforms images by a lot. I mean, it's not even close. And I'll give you an example of that here in a minute. So Instagram has even publicly come out and said, hey, we're, we're more of a video platform now than an image platform. They have changed because everybody's going to short form content, which is like three minutes or less, generally speaking. But really, it's that 59 seconds or less is kind of your sweet spot. Um, and even Facebook now has added Reels to their platform. So they understand as well. And then, of course, you have YouTube, which has Shorts now. Um, and there's, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but YouTube is putting a lot of money behind that. They're incentivizing short form content by paying, uh, content creators to, to actually put that out there. And it's getting a lot of exposure. So in the advertising space, which was where my company focuses, 
again, we see this it outperforms images by a lot. So here's an example. So I had a recent Facebook ad campaign where I run uh, images and video for my client. And the image, so this is all about engagement, right? So we want people to see your content and engage with your content. 42 cents per engagement on the image, okay? Which is not bad. I mean, that's that's not bad at all. But for video through plays, which is a minimum of 15 seconds, by the way, that's a lot of attention. 15 seconds of attention, right? Three cents per through play. So let me put that in perspective. $500 budget would get you about 1,190 post engagements on an image versus... 16,666 point something, something, something um, with uh, video. That is huge difference. So I'm not saying images are dead, but I'm saying that good quality. Now, good quality, obviously, if it's garbage content, nobody's going to watch it. But if it's good quality content like we make right here in this studio, um, it's going to perform extremely well. So if you're a small business owner who wants help with your social media strategy, let my company help you with that. Our services are really only $250 a month is where we start per platform. And if you want to set up a 15-minute demo, give me a call at 726-216-7100 or visit me online at krukus.com. That's C-R-U-K-U-S dot com. All right. Important information I think everybody needs to know is that small business owners are out there struggling to get stuff done at an affordable rate. Next time on the show is Mike Marlowe. He's a regular on the show. Um, yeah. He's a veteran, and he's a veteran of the show. And he owns uh, Veteran Home Inspections right here in San Antonio. So, Mike, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks. It's always a pleasure to have you. And your guest, uh, Candy Williams, comes highly recommended from not just you, but from several people who has over 20 years' experience in the home lending field and, of course, is an expert in 203K loans. Candy, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. How are you feeling? Are you feeling... A little nervous. A little nervous? You're going to do great. All right, so um, before we get too far into this, you you guys actually do, or Candy, you do um, like continuing education courses for realtors with respect to 203K loans. Is this something you guys do together, or is this something you do? Mike and I do it together. Okay, cool. We have a CE So tell me a little bit about that. Is it just something you have available if somebody wants to get in touch with you, you guys can go out and teach them? Yeah, if somebody's interested in the class, they can reach out to one of us, and we can put that together. Um, We're happy to go out to offices and... Um, if we get you know enough people involved to go out and talk to them about it and educate people, put that in their, their toolbox. All right, awesome. So let's cut to the chase then, Candy. What is a 203K loan? So a 203K loan is a, is a uh, type of mortgage that you can get to purchase a home and do the renovations and finance it all into one loan. So, for example, if you're buying a house for 200000 and it needs 50000 in renovation, then we have a $250,000 acquisition cost is what we call it. And we take the down payment off of that. But your monthly payment is based on one loan. So you don't have to come out of pocket with a bunch of extra money to do that $50,000 in work. You can finance it all together. So it's a great way to uh, to buy some fixer-uppers. Okay. And so what are like some basic steps? And we'll get to why people would do that in a second. But what are some basic steps of this process? Um, we're going to take the renovation budget. So Getting pre-qualified is just like you would on any other type of loan. And we can do this on an FHA loan or a conventional loan. And it's just the same qualification process. Where it starts to differ is that we have to get the renovation budget together. So we're going to get Mike involved up front. He's going to go out and do the initial inspection and determine what needs to be done to bring that up to that house up to compliance. So there may be things that you want to do, like you want to update the kitchen, you want to redo the bathroom, you want to add a, a room, whatever. But there may be also things that need to be done, and Mike's going to tell you what things need to be done. And for the things that you want to do, what does that need to include? And then we're going to get a renovation budget from your contractor. So you need to choose a contractor. It needs to be somebody who is qualified. So we're going to ask the contractor for some information to make sure that they're qualified. 
and we need to get that budget from them. We need to find out exactly how much it's going to cost. And we do get a very specific detailed budget, and Mike helps the contractor put that together as well so that we know exactly what's going to be done to the house. And we send that to the appraiser because the appraiser is going to give us an after-repaired value. So once the appraiser knows, hey, here's the house, here's the the renovations that are being done, we're going to put that together. What will that house be worth when it's done? And those are the main factors that differ from a regular mortgage. Okay, I got you. And then, so what's the down payment requirement on this type of loan? So if we do a uh, FHA loan, which is the 203K, that's the official 203 uh, FHA version, that's 3.5% of the acquisition cost. And on a conventional loan, you can go as low as 3% if it's available. Um, we do 10% down on a conventional loan right now okay, for gotcha. owner-occupied. Okay, and you said that the the contractor has to be approved uh, by, is it by the lender or who who's actually making that decision? By the lender, yeah. We're going to ask the contractor to fill out some paperwork for us, provide us some with, with some documentation. They have to have liability insurance. We want to make sure that they're legit. It's obviously the buyer's decision as to what contractor they're using, Mm -hmm. but we also want to do our own due diligence. So we're going to ask them for some paperwork and make sure that they've got the experience, they've got the references, they've got the the, uh, funds to cash flow the project. Right. The license if they're in a licensed area. Right. Yeah. And that's good oversight too, right? You guys are kind of looking out for the integrity of the project Mm -hmm. um, for everybody's benefit, really. Right. Okay, and then so when it comes to project oversight, this is an important component of this type of of, of loan, mm-hmm. right? right? So this is where Mike comes in, um, and so my understanding is there's not a whole lot of people that are like qualified to do this here. No, not in this area. There's only a, a very small handful of us, um, and my wife Jamie and I are two of those that um, that do this work, and we cover. San Antonio, I've been out to Gonzales, I've gone to Del Rio to do this, um, all over. And is that just a training class you guys go through? It's, How do you get certified? It's a certification process through HUD to be able to do these. Okay. And so by being qualified and certified to do this, then, so what are you doing on these projects specifically? Okay. So once the buyer has a house in mind, then we go out and we do an inspection on that house. And we're going to look and see what minimum requirements are going to have to be done. And and that's your, your FHA minimum property standards. You know, is the foundation stable? Does it have heat? Even though in South Texas, the, the heat's required, but AC is not. Um, what? I, I know. If it, He's making these rules up. Yeah, <laughs> one-size-fits-all rules. Um, you know, we have to have heat, but we don't ha- necessarily have to have AC. Um, is the electrical safe? Plumbing is there? Is there plumbing? Um, you know, is there a a toilet, a bathing facility, and a sink? Um, they don't necessarily have to be in the same bathroom, but that you have to have all three for for your bathroom functions. And then, yeah, you know, is there a cooking area, cooking prep area, like a, a countertop? Don't tell me how big that countertop has to be, but yeah. You know, so what happens? That's, let's, that's what we're looking for. Let's say they're they're missing. Uh, heat. You're not necessarily going to say they can't do the project, right? They they would just have to add it. Yeah, that's just going to go into the project as part of the cost. Um, So we'll figure out what has to be done. And then I'm going to turn around to the client and say, okay, so this is what we have to do. What do you want to do? Do you want to remodel your kitchen? Do you want to do your bathrooms? Put new flooring in? Put a new roof on? Expand? Whatever up to however, what their budget and what they want to spend. And this is a conversation you have with them? Right. Okay. Yeah, we have the initial conversation. 
Uh, we're going to give them the, the estimated cost of the project. We write up the whole project down to line item detail. Yeah, it's not like a lot of contractors do, like, yeah, we're going to come in, we're going to do all this work, and it's going to cost you $50,000, one number. We're going to break it down to, okay, you're going to fix the foundation for this much. You're going to put in you know, 10 linear feet of cabinets for this much. It's line item detail, and we break it down, material, labor, all of that. Okay, so. and, and Candy, so you see this report as well? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, and then, again, the oversight. You yeah. do how many inspections on these things? Uh, so we're going to do at least the one up front uh, before the purchase is done. You know, you have the house under contract or you've decided to refinance your house. I come out, I do this initial inspection, and then once the project is started, you've closed on the house, construction's going, when your contractor's ready to get paid, I will come back out for a draw inspection. Okay, so let's start with the first one. What's typically the first, is it like pre-pour or no, right after? Or? Well, the first one, it depends on the project. Okay. And well, I guess, yeah. Yeah, so with the loan, you can finance up to five draw inspections right in the loan, and Whenever the contractor is ready to be paid, um, they'll call us out. Um, we're also supposed to do them no more than about 30 days apart. So we don't want you going too long without having the oversight in. So I'll come out, and I'm going to walk the project with the contractor and that the, the write-up that we did with the, the costs. And I'm going to just go down through there. Okay, what have you done? Okay, you were supposed to replace the roof. I'll look at the roof. It's replaced. It's it's done correctly. Okay, so the contractor gets paid for the roof. And, and we just go right down through the project. And like Candy, that. so where are you at on this as well? Is like, are you, is Mike communicating with you? On well, at that point, they've already closed on it. And so we have a draw department that handles that. So when Mike sends it in, he looks at the project. He says, yes, you've done this portion and it is, you've done 25% of the budget, for instance. Then they will send, he'll send it into the, our draw department. Our draw department will pay them based on what he says. Sometimes a contractor will say, hey, we've done this much. We want this much money. Mike has to go out and say, okay, but you've only done this percentage because they get paid by the percentage of the renovation budget. That's amazing oversight, by the way. I just, yeah. I, I love that. Third-party oversight is so important when people, especially first-time home builders, because we really don't know what's going on. I mean, <laughs> maybe, we may think we do. We can watch it on YouTube. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Gasper, I imagine you see that on your side as well, where people, they just get themselves into a crack because they didn't have any kind of oversight. Yeah, people forget uh, that there's certifications involved in all of the professions that we do, that we're formally trained, yeah. that we're experienced people. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of uh, agents that have come to work for me uh, were former clients. And it's funny because when they get to me, after I put them through training and they've gone through their school yeah. and everything, they always say, I always thought you just made easy money, man. No. <laughs> I just thought you made easy money. I did not know we were actually working. And I'm like, yeah, it's a career field, man. It's for real. Yeah. Well, it's work, that's, you know? that's your job, right? To exactly. make it look easy. I'm supposed to make it. And <laughs> yeah. when people were yelling, they weren't yelling at you. They were yelling at me. That's why I get paid is so yeah. that I get yelled at, you know? Yep. I love the process. I, I really do. So, um, all right. So, the handling inspections, you're managing the draws, right? Making sure that everything is copacetic and, yep. and above board. Um, what's... What else? We just continue that until the the project is finished. Okay. And at the end, we do the the final draw. And we make sure everything's done. Make sure all the permits are closed out, and and send that all into the draw department so that the contractor can get their final check. Um, you know, if there's any money that was left over, that goes back to the principal of your loan. 
So cool, yeah. a little cost savings there. So let's talk about the difference. There's two different candy. There's two different types of these loans, right? There's a limited and a standard. Did I get that right? Right, exactly. Yeah. So the limited 203k, that's the FHA version, and most companies we do as well have some kind of conventional version of that as well, where we have limitations. You know, if you're doing under thirty five thousand dollars in work, so. On FHA especially, if you're doing under $35,000 renovation budget, and that renovation budget is everything. So that's including the hard and soft costs, but also your permits, your engineer's reports, your um, architectural exhibits, if you have those. We add a contingency that's usually t- it's 10 to 20% of your contractor budget. So if the contractor says, hey, this is going to cost $30,000, we're going to automatically add another $3,000 in cushion for that because chances are something else is going to come up during the project, yeah. right? Yeah. So we add that in there. So if you're under 35000 with that total budget, then we can do a limited as long as there's nothing structural being done. If you're doing anything structural, if you're removing a load-bearing wall, if you're doing any foundation work, anything like that, it's no longer a limited. Now we're looking at a full 203K. The, when, you, when we're doing a limited, we don't have to have a HUD consultant involved. I always recommend, hey, you still may want to do this because – there's, you have that oversight, like you said. It's nice to have somebody else involved to help you to make sure that everything gets done correctly. Um, but we can do the limited at under 35000 Everything else in, over that would be a regular 203K. Well, and I'll tell you what, you know, I, I've, I would absolutely not do another, even though I've got some experience in home building, I would absolutely have Mike uh, help me out with oversight on any of that kind of stuff. I mean, he's, yeah. doing, he's been doing it forever, and it's like, you may think you know, but man, you can lose money so fast, or you can end up with a lifelong problem because it wasn't caught before the slab was poured or something like that. Just absolutely crazy. So, Candy, what's a good way for folks to get in touch with you if they want to? You can call me directly at 210-269-1774, or my website is uh, homebridge.com slash Williams. Or email me at cwilliams at homebridge.com. Okay. And Mike, of course, how do people get in touch with you? All right. Phone is 210-202-1974. Our website is vhillc.com. And we also have a great uh, outline of the whole renovation loan project. Yes, you do. On there. So check that out. Give us a call, and uh, we will get you taken care of. Yeah, that's where I actually started my research, was from your webpage. Very informative. Loved the way it was laid out uh, on the desktop version. It's really good. So, all right, as we wrap up the show, this was a good one. I really enjoyed uh, what we did here today. But uh, just a quick reminder, you guys can catch our podcast um, on HomeBuyerTalkRadio.com. Watch video versions of the show there. We're every week right on KTSA Radio here in San Antonio. And, of course, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and all that. So that's going to be it, guys. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Appreciate it. That's going to be it for us. And we'll see you on the next one. Awesome. Awesome.